Welcome to the Pretty Good Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm Pretty Good Sports Writer Austin Verschel here with Pretty Good Sports Writer Albert Mathias, and we have on Pretty Good Defensive Tackle AJ Francis. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I can't lie, Pretty Good Sports Podcast is a, probably a top five name of a podcast that I've ever heard. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. Appreciate yeah. <laughs> um, so we're. Uh, kind of still finding ourselves here so we want to ask you a quick questions just from the you know massive amounts of research we've done on you uh <laughs> just reading your twitter uh and uh your wikipedia and stuff like that so we're going to jump right in first thing we want to talk about is uh team the washington redskins and the number one thing that we see on the field is everyone's always dancing uh we want to know if there's like that much dancing going on inside the locker room on the practice field, all that other kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We dance all the time. Um, it's just you got to understand, like, when your job is a sport and a game, like, the kind of people that end up playing it are more free spirits. And so teams I've been on where you can't do that kind of thing, um, it really, like, Shout out to Tom Coughlin. The, the camaraderie that a team can build. Um, we dance at, I mean, we dance during warm-ups every day in practice. We, there's guys that dance during practice all the time. Um, there's always dancing and, and games being played in the locker room because that's how you build, like, camaraderie of a team. That's how you bring guys together because, yeah, we all can play football and, yeah, we all are paid professionals, but at the same time, like, it's not like in college. Like, when you're in college – like, the guys you play with are, like, your brothers. You're with them all day, every day. You know, you guys struggle together. You grind together. But, like, in the league, when the season's over or it's off season, guys have lives and families and, like, live in different states. Like, my house is going to be in Orlando at the end of the year, so I'm not even going to be around the area. So it's like you have to have something that brings everybody together, and dancing and having fun usually is that thing. Sweet. So, um, if I can ask, I was at the game last week, and uh, Lanier, who's kind of getting it, uh, who do you think is, uh, if you had to power rank the top five best dancers on the team? Uh, I definitely think I'm number one. Yes. I'm, uh, and if I'm not number one, somebody's going to have to show me I'm not number one. Right, definitely on the Mount Rushmore of dancers. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, after me, I would have to go, uh, Chris Baker is definitely number two. Swaggy, nice. he, his dance, I love his dance style. Um, Lanier, yeah, I guess they call him at the team. They call him Black College. <laughs> I, I think I think Black College would definitely have to be in the top five. Um, who so, else would I put in there? Uh, I'm trying to think now. You got guys. It's just just like guys. the first tier. Yeah, it doesn't need to be more. You know, if you can't name anymore, they don't belong up there. No, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of guys that are. The problem is there's so many guys. You know what Terrence Garvin dances very well he dances a lot he would have to be in there too and then um yeah uh, after that i would probably say it would probably be somebody random like like mac brown shout out mac brown he, he's a he's, he's a funny he's a funny guy and we talk all the time and he always calls me big fella um and yeah i would definitely say that would have to be the top five so other people that are the best dancers. So we just read that uh, there's a ping pong table. Yeah. Uh, are the the best dancers also the ones who are the best at ping pong? 
Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, all the best play ping pong players are the specialists. Of course, yeah. Because <laughs> what else do they do? So Sunberg is really good. Uh, Way. Uh, Way is very good. Um, there's a bunch of guys like in the equipment staff and the athletic training staff that are really good too. Um, I try to stay off the ping pong table, not because I'm bad. I'm not bad. I, I can probably beat uh, 75% of the population in ping pong. Oh, statement. It, but the guys that play ping pong on <laughs> these, and it's not just here. It's every, when, when you think Tress Wake, of, oh, excuse me, you think Tress Wake could play at a, like a higher level, at a professional I, level? I mean, these, these guys play ping pong like they do in the Olympics where it's like, they're wow. like six feet, they're like six feet off the table, like, swinging and going back and wow. forth. Yeah. yeah, there's some people, like, Dress could definitely, I've seen him make shots from, like, eight feet away from the table. Like, these guys are really, really good. So <laughs> I try to stay away from that to avoid embarrassing myself. Right. So I usually only play, um, we have foosball. In, on, uh, That's why foosball. I didn't play professional uh, football. Uh, yeah, we do have, we have foosball and we have, uh, I forget what it's called, uh, it's like a, uh, it's like when you have the discs and you slide them. Oh, across uh, the, no, it's um, it's shuffle shuffleboard. Shuffleboard, yeah, yeah, we have shuffleboard. So that's usually why I play. I actually played shuffleboard today. You're pretty um, good. That's that's my best game. I would say. <laughs> right. That and that and cards. I always play cards. What's your game? Too. What'd you say? What's your game? You play hold'em. Uh, well, I do play hold'em, but that's not what we play in there. That would take too long, and we don't have any chips. But we usually play tunk or um. Some guys play Boo-Ray, which is another game that's too hard to explain <laughs> if you don't know how. Uh, so, yeah, those are the two main games that guys play cards-wise. I do play Texas Hold'em. I used to be in – I haven't been in one because the season's been going on, but I usually try to be in Texas Hold'em tournaments as often as I can because nice. I'm usually pretty good at them. You ever went big? Yeah, I, um, I was in a 10,000-person tournament in – uh, Miami, well, in Fort Lauderdale at the Hard Rock, and I finished 82nd, so I got a nice little, nice, I got yeah. a nice little piece of change for Did you that. get a that gold bracelet? Nice. What'd you say? Did you get the gold bracelet? Uh, no, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish, no, but it, actually the funny thing is that event was a World Series of uh, oh. Qualifier, and right. I finished 82nd, but obviously that was not near the top. Um, there are a bunch of guys that are professionals that play. Right, I was going to say, the people above you probably are professional poker players. You know? yeah. Yeah. I remember, and the reason I got knocked out pissed me off. I had pocket kings, and um, I, I'll, I'll just tell the story right now. It's, it's I had pocket kings, and I was the big blind. And so uh, the guy, the first guy to act next to me, he raises the pot. The pot I think the big blind was like 2,000. He raises it to ten. And I have pocket kicks. Right. So like, okay, okay. This guy can't have a better so, hand than you. So, every, so the whole thing goes around, full table. Um, only one other guy calls his 10. And then the, the small blind right before me, he makes it 25. And I'm sitting there with pocket kicks like... You have to call. I mean, I mean I'm like... How could well, I have guys probably have pocket aces, but I'm going to have to see this. Because there's no way I'm putting this down. So I had... I only had... I had like 95,000 and I was... Uh, like at that point, I was like fifth um, on the overall chip leader board, and I had like ninety five thousand. 
And I, so I obviously, I'm like, I'm all in. Like, I don't know what you guys want me yeah. to do here. Like, like I'm all in. And uh, one guy calls me. Uh, the guy next to me calls me. The first guy who raised it, he ended up having pocket aces. And then the guy, the small blind, everybody else folds in. And the small blind calls too. He has pocket queens. Damn. And and then a queen comes on the flop. Damn. And he's like second in chip leader at the point and takes all my chips, takes all the other guys' chips, and now he's and number first. one chip leader by like double second place. So right. it was like the worst possible thing that could happen. Man, hard knock life. So, uh, speaking of the things that you like to do for fun, uh, we both follow you on Twitter. We uh, want to ask you about your UFC. Uh, okay. You're yeah. my player. We want to know. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm a big UFC player too. Uh, I used to play the older ones back in the day, where you kind of pick styles, like you'd be like boxing or Muay Thai and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what What kind of styles would you say your fighter is? Uh, he is a uh, boxer, but his ground and pound is is vicious. Like he he definitely. I made him. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch wrestling or not. Yeah, but yeah. we'll get to uh, that. But, yeah. but my my <laughs> fighter is Shinsuke Nakamura. Nice. So that's who I made because they could, didn't have my last name as a possible option. So I made Shinsuke, and he's exactly Shinsuke. He's two twenty. He's six two. He's um, Asian. He's from Japan. They didn't. I made him from Osaka because they didn't have Kyoto. Yeah, um, and he has the mohawk. So he, he, you know, he right now. I believe last time I played, he was twenty two and zero with four consecutive title defenses. So he's not somebody you really want to mess with. I'm letting you know that now. Twenty two wins, twenty one by knockout. I mean, he's not he's, to brag. He's a problem. <laughs> Would you say that uh, your real life fighting style is similar to his? Uh, probably not, because I don't know any of that ground and pound grapple <laughs> game at all. I used to box, um, train. Well, I didn't used to box, but I used to train boxing right. um, with some of my family members, and uh, I can box. But my biggest fear in life is being out at a bar and uh, a little guy bumps into me. And he's an MMA fighter, and I don't know. And he jumps on the off the bar and kicks me in the side of the head and knocks me the hell out. <laughs> yeah, that's my biggest fear in life. Because mine is burning. <laughs> I can easily, I can easily see a situation arise in which me being the, I don't mean the bigger man. I mean physically the bigger man. Where there's a lot of times where people want to start confrontations with me, and then me thinking, "Dude, you're little. Please get out of my face." And then this dude ends up being an MMA fighter, and he whoops my ass. Yeah, I could see that situation arising. So if we put you in a ring with someone, to, if we put you in a ring with Spencer Long and Ryan Kerrigan with gloves and hats, who's the last man standing? Me, without yes. a question. I don't think I don't <laughs> think there's anybody. Uh, I'm not. I'm well. I might not end up being the last man standing, but going into that fight, I think I'm going to be yeah, the last man yeah. standing. <laughs> And if I lose, I lose. People lose fights all the time. Even Conor McGregor lost. Right. But but I know one thing. When we get in there, first of all, I have a I have a massive body weight advantage over both of them. So All right, it's time for the surprise game show. <laughs> Alright. So now that we got done I'm talking about all of our wrestling questions. We have a surprise game show. It's you versus me versus Albert. 
Okay. Last man standing, three-way death match. Past and present WWE slash F wrestlers. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start. And then it's going to be you and then it's going to be Albert. Everyone has three seconds or they're out. Four seconds. Three. Just keep it short. Four downs. Fair enough. All right. I'll go first. Ready? John Cena. Razor Ramon. Al Snow. Rey Mysterio. Macho Man. The Rock. Big, out. big Show. Hulk Hogan. Shout out The Rock, by the way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, Goldberg, since he came back. Undertaker. Brock Lesnar. Good one. Um, Stone Cold. Kane. Uh, Isaac Yankum. Hulk Hogan. Becky Lynch. The Christmas Tree. China. Andre the Giant. I will have to go with Abel, Kane's other person. Nice. Nice. Good one. Oh, you. My four seconds is almost Three, up. Two. Don't do this to me. Ah, and Eddie Guerrero, baby. Yeah. We okay, lie, we cheat, we steal. I'm going to go with Rashiki. Kevin Nash. I'm running out of here. Chris Benoit. Rob Van Dam. Kevin Owens. Chris Jericho. Oh, shit. Uh, Seamus. Uh, Christian. Nice. Um, strongest man alive, Mark Henry. Uh, shit. I'm out. All right. Go ahead. Matt Hardy. Nice. Uh, the ultimate warrior. Jeff Hardy. Oh. <laughs> Got me there. Uh-huh. Five-star frog splash. Stephanie McMahon. Edge. Edge. Nice. Good one. Uh, did I say Chris Jericho? Yes. Five. Four. Three, two, uh, <laughs> Alright, good job. Alright, we're sending you a really uh, expensive wrestling, wrestling is my thing. That was not the game to try to beat me. Right, we tried to do a little <laughs> bit of research, but us millennials have such bad attention spans, you know. Um, we're sending you a really nice prize in the mail. It might take uh-huh. a while to get there, but it's like sure it it's like a nice. couple thousand dollar gift, you know. <laughs> so if you want to send us something, don't worry, don't worry about it. I can't award losing. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so we want to have a few last questions for you. Uh, the first thing that I want to ask, is it true that you get buckets? I do get buckets. Uh, if you, <laughs> who would be your NBA player comparison? This is, <laughs> this is going to sound funny, but you got to hear me out, okay? Anyone who's ever hooped with me knows that I'm like, a, a fat LeBron James. That's what I am. There's my whole, I, I can shoot threes, but my real consistent range is 20 foot in. You You're know, that's where I'm consistent. That's like LeBron. I pass probably, I mean, unless somebody's on the court is a college basketball player or an NBA basketball player, I'm usually the best passer on the court. Um, and I get a lot of rebounds. So I do all of the things that Sounds you like LeBron statistically. Man. And that's why I say I'm like a fat LeBron. You think you know a lot about, a decent amount about basketball? Yeah. Okay, then we want to get you on the record. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) The NBA champion in 2018 is the finals matchup and champion in two years. Two years. 2018. Not this season, but next season. Next season. I'm going to say next season, um, I'm going to go 
with the Oklahoma City Thunder losing in the finals to LeBron James Cavaliers. You. You and the Cavs. Always bet on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, since uh, I know I go to Maryland and you go to Maryland, if they suddenly took the Testudo statue outside of McKeldon and they put a statue of you there, and uh, kids started rubbing the statue's head for good luck. Um, how would you feel about that? Honored. Honored. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel honored. I don't know how much luck it would bring them, but <laughs> I, I, I feel like I would be honored, and I would expect the same offerings that were um, sent to Testudo before me, except I would like them to be closely related to me, like pizza or like a, a nice bed, or speaking of don't, or just don't set me on fire. That right? Would also yeah. Be Ideally, right. that would be like one of the worst things they could do to a statue. So, speaking of pizza, though, so do you want to talk about your calzone? Oh yeah, at, at DP Dome. Yeah, yeah. So, true story. Um, I literally ordered, I think, no exaggeration, five hundred calzones in the time I was at Maryland. From you're a calzone guy. Yeah, from two thousand eight until. Uh, I just finished my master's this past off season. So congrats. From 2000, thank you. Shout from out 2008 you. to 2016. So through an eight year time span where I wasn't always in school, but I was there enough. Uh, I have easily ordered 500 calzones and 400 and probably 95 of those were my own custom creation. So once I got to the NFL, <laughs> I, and I would order that same thing. So when you called them up, I hit him up and said, yo, why is this not my calzone? I need this. And sure enough, they put it on the list. So just tell everyone else, what's in the calzone? Uh, It is, first of all, the first step, which some people don't like, but if you don't like it, to hell with you. It's delicious. (laughs) Cheese Whiz is the first thing in there. All right? Then you got pepperoni, bacon, and breaded chicken. And I'm telling you, it's the greatest thing you ever have. I'm a cheese whiz guy. I know I was not a cheese whiz guy, yeah. but yeah, there's people that are you're either like cheese whiz or you're right, not. right, right. <laughs> you, you either are a great person or you're terrible. It's only <laughs> two only kinds two of people options. in this road. <laughs> so aside from all like cheese whiz and stuff, like what's your diet like during the week? Um, luckily during the season, I can pretty much eat whatever I want because we work so much. Um, but like during the off season. I'll try to get. I'll try to, even though I hate it. I'll try to eat a salad for dinner, probably like two, three times a week. Um, I'll eat chicken breast. Like tonight for dinner, I had uh, a grilled chicken breast, rice, and uh, this like zucchini dish. Um, I try to eat healthy sometimes, but then it depends on how work went. If work was annoying and like it was a long day, like today was a long day, which is why I'm proud of myself for eating what I ate today. Because <laughs> after the t- same. Today was a long day. I should have easily had a full pizza today, and I decided not to. Or calzone. What'd you say? Or calzone. Or calzone, yeah. I haven't found a calzone place around here um, in Ashburn yet. Are you a milk guy? Absolutely. I I usually have a bowl of cereal almost every night. What kind of milk do you drink, if I can ask? Um, I either get 2% or I get uh, fat-free. Okay. We're working on this theory that... Uh, there's some kind of correlation between being a professional athlete and drinking whole milk. I mean, I drink a lot of whole milk growing up. 
Yes. That's, that's okay, that's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> I did. I drank a lot of whole milk growing up as a kid, mainly because I didn't know. Like, to me, like, I don't care what anyone says. I didn't if, drink. If you tell me that you can taste the difference between whole milk and 2% milk, I think you're a liar. <laughs> I don't know that I don't think there is a difference, personally. Maybe I'm just, maybe my taste buds are just trash. But I really feel like the only thing I can taste the difference in between is whole milk and skim milk. And even skim milk, I'm like, well, it's still good. I don't really care. All I drank, types of milk are good to me. I drank skim milk as a child. I like skim milk. And that's why I think I'm See, not in the NFL. That's probably, that probably is the only reason. If right. I, if um, I can put my finger on it. <laughs> All right. Um, so, for the rest of the time, which is as long as you want to talk, we want to talk about your awesome charity uh, with the, uh, Francis Sports. And we, I think there's an upcoming food drive, correct? Yes, there is. This Saturday uh, at the Rutgers football game um, versus Maryland, we are having the, the third and final a canned food drive. The first one um, wasn't very publicized because we were still trying to get it finalized with the university up until literally two days before the event. Um, so um, we still were able to, we got a hundred cans the first time at the women's basketball game um, versus I want to say UMass Lowell, um, I believe was the game. And then uh, this past weekend we did the second leg uh, the second fixture of our uh, uh, camp food drive where we were at the Maryland Towson basketball game and we got, I think, 350 cans um, of goal. canned goods. And, I mean, our, our goal set now was 500. So we only need 50 this Saturday to do that. So we're probably going to blow that goal out of the water. But um, if we could get 500 cans this Saturday – it would be awesome. The only problem is it's going to be a game between Maryland, who can go to a bowl if they win, but Rutgers isn't doing anything. They're not very good. Their team's not going to travel very well. Um, and I don't know if Maryland fans are going to be that enthused to come out to watch that game because it's going to be super cold. And uh, I hope they do. I hope they come out for senior day and they give some cans and we can have a good good weekend and you know i remember my senior day even though we lost it was awesome and i hope that the guys go out on top on their senior day um and i hope that it works out well but right now you know it's just been a blessing to be able to get back to the area i grew up in all the cans go to sarah's home uh sarah's house sorry in fort meade and um and it goes it's uh, sarah's house is a place for it's emergency housing for people who have their house burned down or they're dealing with family issues and they can't live at their house anymore. And whatever the issue may be, um, if you need a place to live, you can live in Sarah's house. And it's, it's a good experience to be able to give these cans back and be able to get food and be able to give back. And it also is a great experience to know that the connections I made through the university are, are enabling me to be able to achieve something like this. And it's something that I'll never take for granted. Well, well, that's awesome, man. I'm uh, I love what you're doing. You know, I think it's a. I'm gonna good thing figure to out a way to get you if you can. I'm not gonna be in town for for until Saturday <laughs> night, but I'm gonna. Like, dang it, I'm gonna get you some freaking cans. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, um, that was a lot of fun. Thank you so right, much for, for coming, on. coming on. Actually, no so I hate to not be mad at my word, but I was looking at your mic and it got me thinking. 
So I know you're a big rap fan. Yeah. Right. Um, you ever rap yourself? Yeah, I did. I have. I have four mixtapes that I made. Really? Because that yeah. Mike. Do you want to like... shout out your mix? Oh, also, shout out uh, jobbing out. Check it out oh, on. Is it on? Check it out on iTunes. Sorry. Yeah, uh, jobbing out my uh, wrestling podcast. It's it's going very well. This week we had uh, Rich Swan on there. For anybody that listens to wrestling and know, I don't know listen to wrestling, watch wrestling and knows. Wrestling, Rich Swan actually has a title match for the Cruiserweight title tonight on uh, after SmackDown. So uh, on the WWE Network's new show, 205 Live. So it's kind of great timing that this happened. But, yeah, we've had guys like Bret Hart and, and Razor Ramon and, and we had Jim Ross on there. We've had a whole bunch of people on the show and, you know, we try to. Give the people what they want. Yes, that's, that's awesome. Great. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it cut Albert off. Sorry. Right, I get. I get. A, I get a little excited when I when I do it. I, won't get, right. I, won't, I need. Go ahead and ask me. Right. Well, I guess it's kind of. We'll, we'll edit it so this is before I right. interrupt it. But uh, I guess the steam's kind of gone now. But I was gonna say, can we get a little bit uh, on the podcast? Uh, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me think. I'm gonna just give you something. You want to? Um, yeah. yeah. You want to know Hold on, I got something in my phone right yes, now. Yes, I always write. Uh, that's I always so write. exclusive. I always write, but I, you know what I'm saying? I don't always... Writing and making music are different, yeah. Yeah, I don't always go into the booth. I haven't actually been in a booth in like five years, but I've always wrote. And let me see what I got here. Pretty good sports exclusive. Yeah, ready? <laughs> yes. So this is, I wrote this, I don't know if you guys ever heard the song, it's called uh, um, Can't Stop the Rain, and it's by, actually, Shaquille O'Neal, and, and He's Biggie. back, by the way. Yeah, so Shaq and Biggie made a song called Can't Stop the Rain um, on Shaq's platinum album, believe it or not, <laughs> <Wow>. and, <laughs> and uh, the beat is crazy, and it's one of my favorite rap songs ever, so I, you know, I was just... Um, in the car and the beat came on and sometimes a beat comes on and I just you feel the urge to I just feel the urge to write to that beat so I did and I have it right here you want me to play the instrumental for you um yeah you could do that if uh, you'd like what was it called again uh can't stop the rain but rain is like a king r-e-i-g-n right that's artsy All right, we got it loading up. You hear it? I can hear it. <laughs> hey. I love this beat. Yes. Shaq in a fool. Simple is and frankly ridiculous. Anybody talking about me will say Frank's ridiculous. Flow like syphilis. Hot and I'm sick of shit. Put a space between us like the post of a picket fence. Might have to limp a bit. Cause my pocket's thick as shit. Shack shooting threes. I got homies that be gripping bricks. <laughs> yeah, won't ever catch me sipping shit. Float higher than a Nimbus get when the pick is lit. Ooh. Yeah, and you know how these niggas get. Call you on the phone, ask how you really feeling shit. Yeah, so how's your little sis? Nephew getting big as shit. 30 seconds in, then they say they need a big assist. I guess that makes me brawn in this situation. 
game seven, thank heavens, they haven't seen me at my best, but they never will, because I'll never settle still, pull strings like your pedal still, reaching Ooh, a new level damn. still, pedal to the metal still, and I gotta keep an M close like the letter L. Getting bills like medical, hear me every decibel, I need every decimal. You niggas susceptible, my niggas respectable, you niggas speak less of you, my niggas is less than two. Huh. That means we number one, though, across the U.S. Squad goals, one, though. Do you ever seen a check that's so big that the tax would buy your mama crib? That's just how we live. Huh. That's why they call me the franchise, and we won by a landslide. Put your hands high, and if the cops come around, keep your hands high, because that don't mean that they still won't fight. I can't breathe. They turn that man into a phantom, but they don't understand why cats sitting for the anthem. Yeah. <laughs> can't trust the media. You know they spend. Black Lives Matter, even if they don't on CNN. Tammy got killed for a BB gun. Dylan Roof got taken a BK for a number one. So y'all go to hell. It's the caramel macadamia clean to the cream. Uh, and we gonna never be the same. Even Prince couldn't stop the rain. The rain. Ooh. The rain. Yeah, that was fine, Stop the rain. Yeah, that's my. I love that song. I love that song so much. Yo, you have your own fucking song. That was that, <laughs> that was, was nice, dope, man. Dude. I think he might have a career <laughs> yeah. after football. <laughs> yeah, man. I used we can to, cut I used that for you and make that as a thing. I used to make a lot, a lot of music, and uh, I always thought that was gonna be when I even when I was in. I used to perform at juke joints. I don't know if you guys know what juke joints are, but um, on campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, I've been to one. I've the first Thursday of every month at Nimburu, the cultural, the African yeah, the American new, Cultural, the cultural Center. Center. Yeah, yeah, uh, they have oh, basically open mic night is what it is, but it's yeah. called a juke joint. You used to and, rap there? Uh, yeah, we used to. I, me, and we had a whole crew called the Connection. It was uh, it was five dudes that all played sports at Maryland. Well, four of us played football, and uh, one dude was a swimmer, and we all we were all we was a rap crew, and we made mixtapes together and songs together and. Like the yeah. Jackson Five, yeah, basically we're like the cooler version, <laughs> right? Less rich, more athletic of the Jackson Five. Yeah. <laughs> Better five on five. Probably. I was clearly Michael. Yeah, right. right. I gotta no, think that was really good. If that's just some stuff you've written down on my phone, I would hate for you to hear the shit I've written down on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, thanks a lot for coming on. We really, really, really appreciate it. This was awesome. No, it was it was a good time. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll be sure to come back on at a later date for sure. Hope you guys, hope wish you guys all success. I'm gonna hey, get you, you some cans. Seriously, I, I I'm not joking. That. You think I'm driving, I, just joking, but I'm not. Yeah, just bring them to the stadium. There'll be more than enough people with boxes. Anybody that hears this and wants to come bring canned goods, just spread the word. Um, the thing is, we've collected so much, and I want to say probably less than. 10% of the people that came to the game even knew that there was going to be the camp food drive. So, I mean, if, if the word really got out about how big it was going to, it could be, um, I'm going to try to actually talk to the media people for the Redskins to get on the radio this week to try to pub it up, but it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a big event and we look forward to the fact that we're going to be able to help out people in Maryland because if you don't help your people, ain't nobody else going to help you. True. Shout out yourself. Shout out. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Happy Thanksgiving. You too.